podcast with Anthony Stevens and Damien Rip. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Through the Lens podcast. Uh, thanks for joining us for episode 109. And today is just another episode of An Abundance of Thoughts. This is like yes. part five now at this point. Yes, yes. Oh, uh, how Since many? I've been calling it that. <laughs> That's true. How many uh, episodes in a row are we this year so Besides, far? Um, <laughs> almost two months in a row. Fucking A, bro. Fucking A. I'm actually proud of us. This is the first time we've done this. <laughs> There's been a couple of weeks where I'm like, I want to do a podcast. I just don't have the energy to be like, you want to make a schedule? And then it just works out. A schedule, yeah. A schedule? Sexual. Sexual schedule. schedule. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Thank you. Hey. Yeah, this is just a bullshit episode. Please enjoy. my favorite Lincoln Park song, Points of Authority. You do. <laughs> That's my favorite. Hey, that one and um, my own. My December. Oh, this love is my, my December. December. It's because it's I, I play that on my birthday every night and cry. Well, because it is December. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, that song, well, I remember watching that one live. It's absolutely fucking, was beautifully, beautifully performed. Um... <laughs> Because I went right after the Minutes to Midnight album dropped. <laughs> Basically, it was like 2008. Yeah. Right after the first Transformers movie. <laughs> the one that... Um, Bleed it out? No, that's... Um, Bleed it out. I've the given up. The one where he screams for like 15 seconds. Yeah. I fucking love that song, too. The whole album was that's, almost flawless. To me, that's their last like great album. I will agree me. with that. I loved A Thousand Sons, but it was definitely a huge departure from the original stuff. Hunting Party was all right. And then uh, No More Light. No More Light. It's I enjoyed that one for what it was, but it's straight pop. Yeah. Um, also, I don't know if you ever... You heard Sempaternal by Bring Me the Horizon? Yes. His vocals on that album are uh, very much similar to um, Chester's. Oh, 100%. Well, and Especially if, uh, the screams. If you go watch the uh, tribute show they did after Chester died, and he even mentions that the first concert he ever went to mm-hmm. was Linkin Park, and that was a huge influence. So. Yeah, that was like the first like hard band he listened to. Yeah, which is crazy, because it only gets... They're way heavier. <laughs> yeah. At, at like every point. <laughs> yeah, that's like a lot of like bands now like that are popular. Um, a lot of them got into metal from like new metal, like mm-hmm. Korn and the Deftones. Oh, yeah. Uh, Link a Park and Slipknot and shit, and then they go on to make like harder shit. Right. So, <laughs> Freaking. Uh, I, I will say I think Linkin Park has one of the more like fascinating outputs of music because there was never one album that sounded like the other. Like regardless of how different every song sounded on an album, you could pin it to an album like that. Mm-hmm. Like Hybrid Theory, you can be like, okay, I know exactly what era this song came from. Um. Meteora, Meteora and Minutes to Midnight. Yep. Like, especially Minutes to Midnight. Like, it just had a very, like, distinct, I don't know, not filter, but, like... Like, mix. Yeah, like, yeah. you could tell the kind of vibe they were going through. I think having uh, uh, the DJ dude, uh, Joseph Park, or Park, I can't think of his fucking I just know he's Asian. Yeah. Uh-huh. He cool. <laughs> he, uh, 
he i think definitely helps them as far as vision goes a lot yeah because it kind of helps steer that whole thing in the right direction especially when you have six instruments going off yeah. and then the dj yeah <laughs> like yep. it's amazing i think a lot of like the distinction in sound has to do with like nostalgia too oh yeah like because i can yeah you put that shit like a certain album on and it reminds me of a certain time and yeah and everything just sounds like the same as each other in each album oh 100 because like while i do like slipknot i was never into them like nearly as much as i was into lincoln park so i couldn't tell you like what's off of what album or anything like that with almost any of their output slipknot is my number one band like ever i can see that like my dad would tell me he when he bought the first album i was four and he put that shit on and i'd like run in a circle <laughs> and so i've literally been listening to him like my whole life see that's my kids with ghost main <laughs> both of them uh especially uh kenneth uh all the time in the car that song ai yeah uh had the music video where it's like a cartoon, cartoon. b yeah he's all put on the b song put on the b song and i'm like it sounds super wholesome when you say it like that and then you put it on and you're like no <laughs> that's what uh donovan when he was a uh, toddler um he used to we listened to you know the uh, albums hypnotized by uh system of a down yes you know on the cover it had like the the face whatever the mask and it had like the hour like glass thing that was swinging mm-hmm. it looked like bubbles and uh every time he'd want that album on he'd put on put on the bubble song put on the bubble song. yeah and it was just that whole album so we listened to that shit like a lot <laughs> <laughs> see that's that's one of the downfalls of having kids because I love Ghostman. Yeah. But I can't listen to half of his shit anymore. Because <laughs> yeah. I've heard it a million times. Yeah. And I'm just like, fuck. Yeah, it's kind of cool though that like they latch onto something like yeah. that. And it, it's crazy because like, uh, at least Kenneth is so much different than I was when I was a kid. Because I tried to like latch onto whatever my mom listened to. And my dad was the rock guy and a little bit more on the countryside. But my mom was like all hip hop all the time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ah, I don't want to listen to rock. This like, because I was like, oh, that shit gives me headaches. So I'd be like, oh, I'm getting a headache like all the time as a kid, just to kind of latch on to that. And then now that I like, when I start growing up and get my own like identity, essentially, like I definitely start gravitating towards my dad more. Because a, he's the person who would take me to concerts and would actually have fun with me. <laughs> so it was a lot easier to connect on that level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, um, like I was lucky too that I got to grow up with like listening to metal and rap and shit. Because a lot of my friends that I would become friends with, like, in high school and shit, they all had to find all that shit on their own. Oh, yeah. And, like, I just grew up with it. Right. <laughs> so, like, I just went to the backyard. Yeah. So, it's, it's kind of cool in that way. Hell, yeah. For show. For show. Fuck, I had something in my head that So, I was you wrote this? Ask. She's hurting for a squirting? Oh, yeah, I wrote that. And you wrote, ho, for show? Oh, oh yeah, that one was me. That sounds familiar. Come on. That sounds familiar. I can't figure out it. You gotta keep your bitch on a leash. He's like, oh man, you can't be talking my my girl like that. He's like, hoes be running wild, man. I still can't. Come on, I still can't. It's a forty year old virgin. Oh damn, it's been forever since I've seen that. After they go on the speed dating thing, and then uh, the black dude's uh, girlfriend, wife, whatever she is, finds his speed dating card, and he (laughs) like finds all comes. Oh no, that's Andy's. (laughs) So she goes and confronts him at work. He's like, yeah, man, it's despicable. I can't believe you would do that. I remember the scene with Kevin Hart when he's fighting with the other dude, like in the mall or whatever the, the where they work. Yeah. That's funny as fuck. I, I can't even repeat the line, but know, it is yeah. great. The first time I ever saw Kevin Hart, and I didn't even know who he was at the time, was in a superhero movie. First time I remember was Scary Movie Three. Mm. <laughs> oh, with uh, I'm just trying to get some nuts. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, Anthony. <laughs> I don't even want to. I know it's A.S. It's Anthony. It's Anthony something. Yeah, but I can't remember the. the uh, I'm going to. I got to do it. Anthony Kiedis. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Definitely not. <laughs> I hate Red Hot Chili Peppers. I, I have an affinity for them because the only time I've ever played like a show in front of people. We opened with Paranoid by Black Sabbath, and then we closed. It was a talent show. But uh, last minute, they're like, someone dropped out. If you want to play one more song, we're like, oh, we only know like one other thing. So we did Under the Bridge. Not. Nah. <laughs> uh, like the song Californication. I hate that shit. I loved it when I was a kid, but I cannot listen to it now. It just makes me feel uncomfortable. Mm-mm. Anthony Anderson. Anthony Anderson. Nice. That's the guy. He isn't a lot of... <laughs> He's what? He's in a lot of shit. Oh, okay. I was like, you didn't finish what you were saying. He was in uh, You People. For like all of two yes. seconds. He's in that blackish show. You People. I forgot he was in You People. Wow. Yeah, he was in there for literally like five seconds. Yeah, I'm like, well, a- I wonder why it was such a small <laughs> role. It seemed kind of weird. Yeah. yeah there might have been more. A lot of things get left on the cutting room floor and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I watched it again. You did? You like it? I watched it. I watched it with my sister. Oh, uh, okay. It's better the second time. Really? Better the second time. Okay, I could see that. Still a little too long. Definitely. What's it, it's like almost two hours, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's like 150-something. Yeah. But, yeah, and Eddie Murphy is just one note the whole time. Yeah. It's definitely my least favorite performance I think he's ever put in. Yeah, and it's like it just doesn't seem like he's having fun at all. Yeah. It, I don't know. It might even be because he was told he had to play a caricature, basically. Because you can kind of see it in his eyes where he's just like... <sighs> yeah. Like, he, he doesn't even look motivated. Yeah. Neil Long was good in it. Who? Neil Long. Oh, yes, yes. I really liked... Um... Uh, 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 Ellen... Uh, er, the Generous? Yeah, no, yeah, her. Uh-huh. The chick from fucking Seinfeld. Julia Louis Dreyfus Bjornsson half thorn <laughs> it's, it's Julian she looks different she did something but like plastic surgery maybe? something yeah she don't look the same you never know man uh what was her name in Seinfeld it's not is it Elena Elaine Elaine it's Elaine never seen a single fucking second of it's that not show. Ellen it's Elaine my fault okay you've never watched Seinfeld no wow it seemed too white for me it's like literally like the highest rated show of all time. For you guys, it's just, <laughs> just people in general. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, it's maybe maybe I'm a hipster because I don't want to watch anything that's too hyped. I don't know. I haven't watched it since I stopped watching regular TV, but I enjoyed it when I was growing up. I watched Friends. That's pretty good. I think New Girl is the new and improved Friends. See, and I thought that about uh, how I met your mother too, but like Never nothing's ever it. going to dethrone friends. I didn't like it all that much. I didn't either. Yeah, I. I you just mean like popularity was? Yeah. Oh yeah. It'll yeah. Never, that's, nothing will ever reach. That's that just again. like a pop culture like staple. Oh yeah, absolutely. That um, I'm trying to think of like old shows like that. Yeah, like Seinfeld is The Office is. Um, New Girl, not really. In a like on a wide view, mm-hmm. I think it should be. Yeah, um, I used to think like when that show like first came, I used to think it was like a show for chicks. 
So I actually watched it and I'm like, oh, fuck. I did too. Uh, yeah. I've only watched a few episodes, but what I have watched, I really liked. I, I loved the uh, Stephen Amell episode. Yeah. <laughs> when he's on mushrooms. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, get the glow stick. <laughs> yeah, he's, uh, he's a good douchebag in that show. Oh, 100%. Um, but I've seen that series all the way through three times. Dang it. Yeah. There's um s- seven seasons. Yeah, I believe I think so. so. Seven seasons. Yeah, and it ends kind of like not how I wanted, but it's pretty good. And I love Jake Johnson. He's really good. I feel like he's a little underrated. I think he's kind of making a rise up, and the Spider-Verse movie has really helped him. Yeah. And did you ever see that movie Tag? Yes. That movie's great. <laughs> I he's fucking in loved that. him in that one. He's the stoner. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I remember the first time I watched Tag, I thought that that was the dude from... Uh, I don't know if you remember that show Numbers. Sounds familiar. I uh, I can pull up a picture of the dude and you'll be like, oh okay, I know who you're talking about. I just can't Colors. think of his fucking name. Colors. 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 Saw him in concert. I see. Yeah. With, With body, body count. count? Yeah. It's fucking sick. I want to see body count live. Uh, da, 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 da. I am a nightmare. Okay. Honestly, I can't think of anything else he's been in, and that apparently is not the name of the show, so, uh, unless I'm just tripping. Either way. Trip! But he, uh, he was fantastic in tag. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like there was another, oh, uh, Let's Be Cops. Let's Be Cops. Still haven't seen it. Dude, uh, no, that though, fucking uh, hilarious. Uh, is that Damian Wayne Jr.? I believe so. He's also a new girl. Yes. He's coach. And I think that's probably why they got cast probably. together in that, just because of the chemistry is like that on was, point. That was like at the height of that show, I think. Yeah. I want to see it. Is it on streaming anywhere? I want to say Peacock. Okay. It, it's so fucking, like, give that one a chance. It's okay. right up your alley. Nice. So. Nice. Just because I want to be a cop. <laughs> I mean, that would help, for sure. I do. I, I think being a detective would be a blast. I would hate all the paperwork. We had you had to be a cop first though, right? Yeah, you got to be for a how long? Cop. Five years or some shit. It depends That's on what I heard. Honestly, it depends on how good you do. Different departments like, have different yeah. criteria. If you are go like above and beyond to make sure you get all your shit done and you don't have any like unnecessary like <laughs> I almost said unnecessary roughness like it's a fucking <laughs> uh, any like excessive force or anything I like that. that was like awarded. No, I'm just joking. No, <laughs> especially not now. Yeah, back in the day, maybe. <laughs> uh, not now. Um, it's if, if you can stay away from like complaints, like and stuff like that, then and banging five other oh coworkers. My God, what was that? Tennessee? Yeah, probably something. Like I think that. it was. <laughs> I think it was more than five. A lot of people well, got suspended, five, and a six, lot got including fired. the dog. <laughs> Wouldn't surprise me, but like, oh, so I was actually uh, talking to my grandparents about this, and I don't think any of their people ever listen to this, so I shouldn't get in trouble. Their people, <laughs> their people, their uh, ex coworkers and stuff. Um, apparently, uh, infidelity is like like super rampant in law enforcement. I would say so because isn't it? Is it due to the fact that you're like away from your family a lot of the time? Uh, Sometimes or that and like. I mean, honestly, it could be down to a lot of things. You meet a lot of people all day long that you know are probably willing to do some crazy shit at certain points. So I'm sure that's tempting, especially with like 
arresting prostitutes and stuff like that. But like, even then, just in general, you do spend more time with your fellow officers than you do your family. So if you have a guy and a girl that spend a lot of time together, it's not like a hundred percent likelihood that you're going to cheat or anything, but it's more than it would be if you weren't in that position. Yeah, I find it funny that her husband took her back and forgave her. Well, dude, all of those fucking people were married for the most part. There was like like one person who was single and didn't have any like really fucked up repercussions other than getting fired. (laughs) Yeah, like there's no way I'd take somebody back after that. Fuck no. No, that'd be the end of it. Uh, Cheating on me with one person is already a no, but five fucking other cops that you worked with? No, we're we're good. Yeah. I don't need that syphilis. It's a wrap. It is a wrap. Yeah. But yeah, loud as fuck, bro. Um, but yeah, we saw a movie last week. Indeed, we did. Entitled Infinity War. And <laughs> <laughs> it's called Infinity Pool. Better than Infinity War. Oh God, yeah. Um, the stars Mia Goth, Alexander Alexander Skarsgård. <laughs> um, uh, who else? Who the fuck else? Those are the two main guys that I know. <laughs> What? I really uh, uh, a lot of the other guys see, and then the the uh, uh, Pastanina, Pastanina, yeah. <laughs> why yeah. why is it okay to mimic like Asian voices? Yeah, nobody ever complains about <laughs> no. that. No, uh, I was listening to you know who. Oh, real quick, and we'll get back on Infinity Pools, but um, <laughs> uh, Infinity Boobs. You know Andrew Santiago. Tate. Yeah. Uh, he, <laughs> Andrew Tate. No, so he does a podcast with Bobby Lee. He's like, I never thought about it this way, but I get like a mean eye when I like mimic a, like a black dude or like a Mexican. Like I'll have like a million complaints in my like uh like comments and stuff on YouTube, but anytime I mimic Bobby Lee or his mom, no one gives a shit. I wonder why. Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah. They're more accepting of it, and they're... I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It is wild. It is wild to see Pastor Nina's boobs, though. I was like, she went all the way. Yeah, they all did. I was... Um, <laughs> even one of them sucking Alexander Skarsgård's toes. Yeah, <laughs> I saw that, dude. I was like... No. I'm like, that's commitment. I mean, I'd do it if I was in a fucking movie. Well, those scenes are so trippy, it's kind of hard to keep track of who's who and who yeah, ends where and like who begins where. Everyone's with. fucking everyone in yeah. that scene. That's like the longest sex scene I've ever seen in my life. Mm. And, the, and the fucking artiest. Definitely. Uh, I would say either that or Fight Club would be the artsiest. That's fair. Or uh, techni- technically it's a little artsy. 300. A little bit. Mm, yeah. It's just because it's slow motion. It looks like she's riding a horse. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck no. I will say that is one of the best things about Zack Snyder is he can capture a shot like crazy. Yeah. Um, the, the thing that stuck, to, stuck with me the most in that sex scene, other than the nipple thing, was the score. 300 or Infinity Pools? Uh, Infinity Pools. Oh, okay, I was like, where are we going now? Yeah, Infinity Pool. Uh, yeah, the, the, the score during that sex scene, it was almost like eerie, but oh, like yeah. sounded epic at the same time. I don't know, it was kind of weird. Yeah, it made it way more trippy. Yeah, and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it, it was way different than what I expected going in, but I also tried to stay away from like trailers and everything as much as possible. Did you, did you see the one trailer? I saw, no, the, I didn't even watch a trailer. I watched a uh, clip. Oh, was it the uh, one where she's holding the gun with them? Yes, yeah. it, where they break the the first house. Okay, yeah. I, I was like, I'm trying to like not give anything away, but it's fucking wild. Yes. Like, that is one I would highly recommend people go watch. Yeah, because as far as like 
artsy and weird movies go, that's pretty much the most straightforward one that I've seen. Yes. The story's pretty straightforward. You understand what's going on. There's some, like, weird shit that goes on, but it's nothing that takes away from you understanding what's going on. Yeah. Like, I I think I got some metaphors and stuff from it, but not... It's definitely not something that leaves you like, oh, what was that movie about? Like... Yeah, I definitely thought about it for, like, a few days after. Oh, 100%. Like, my wife was even asking me on the way home. She's like, so what the fuck was going on? And I, like, kind of had to, like, break it down. I'm like, he's... In one way or the other, he's essentially, like killing his past and like starting anew like taking control of his life yeah to a degree and to a certain point because like at the end he couldn't leave so there's something yeah. about and he's like the only one there because it's closed for like whatever <laughs> that uh, the weather yeah. yeah so he's like something that he can't like leave i don't know yeah i don't know what it means exactly but i think honestly personally i <laughs> are we going into spoilers yeah we can okay so my personal thought is he didn't want to go back he didn't want to go back home like not because of anything that happened per se, but just because if you listen to the way his wife talked to him all the fucking time, she was always putting him down. Yeah, that's what I noticed. I was like, this chick's kind of like a douchebag. Yeah. Like, not like outright or anything, but like. Yeah. Well, no, she, outright. She literally says she only married him to oh, piss yeah, off her yeah, dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that he would be nothing if they weren't together because he wouldn't have even gotten published basically. And all the money he has is her money. And like, it's just constant reminders and like pounding at him to where I'm like, I kind of don't blame him for just wanting to be like, I'd rather stay in this flooded fucking Island than go anywhere. Yeah. Cause it'd be, it's, it would be demoralizing. And I think what Mia Goth was yelling at him while they were following him with the car, it kind of fucked them up too. Oh, yeah. About how his books you know, got horrible reviews and all this other shit and calling him a joke. Yeah. It it definitely would fuck with somebody, but you can definitely tell he was broken by the end. Yeah. It, he looked like he was almost ready to take control of his life, but it was definitely confusing as to why he would stay behind, but I can't say I wouldn't do the same thing. Especially yeah. if you have that to go back to yeah and something i didn't think about until it was brought up in the movie um after they make a clone and you they kill the clone or whatever like when the um, one of the rich guys asked him like do you ever think like if they if they got the right guy or like, like if you're the clone yeah if you're the clone that was like i didn't think about that at first and i was like oh shit yeah that was the first thing i thought of. i was like if they're killing one of them how do you know yeah which one is which because i was like that would be my big thing i'm like can't fucking kill him because how do i know if i'm even the right one and would you like immediately be implanted with the memories if you were a clone or would it be just completely fresh yeah i will say the second death fucked me up because i was like i didn't see any cloning going on and i was just what the that this got me too me. and i was like i was like what the fuck they're all fucking cheering yeah. and like throwing popcorn basically <laughs> it makes you wonder too like it just shows you it's like another one of those like rich people are bad movies that have oh, come yeah. out recently oh, um yeah. yeah it just shows you like if people know they can get away with something they'll definitely do it glass onion is that what that's about too oh yeah oh okay because i know that triangle sadness the menu and I this, have not seen that one yet. Still. It's basically like rich people are bad. It's <laughs> like the themes of most stuff now. Yeah. It's like... Every couple of years, you get like one really specific like... Like idea. 
that like everybody fucking goes for Mm. because it's a hot topic one year in the news and then it's fucking everywhere yep (laughs) like how uh uh, don't worry darling when it came out uh she was all like oh yeah it's basically like or chris pratt's not (laughs) chris pine's character is basically like jordan peterson yeah and i was like that seems like a fucking stretch because whatever but like the way she went after him and then i saw a bunch of movies that kind of had like a similar like follow the leader type thing yeah so and now that the alien stuff's going on we're gonna see more alien movies at least jordan uh fuck, i keep confusing names jordan peele <laughs> got ahead of that one yeah so yeah kind of i'm surprised that didn't get like any oscar nominations at all yeah if, if for nothing else at least like uh like technical stuff yeah like at least not not set design or costume or anything like that but like visual effects yeah visual effects was fantastic and it was really well done like i did not expect everything that happened in that film towards the end like i'm not gonna lie i didn't like the the choice to make the ship the alien itself i thought it was at least unique though yeah it was unique but i was like because like remember that scene where he's walking around the farm and then you see like the you find out his kids dressed in alien suits oh yeah like i thought that was actually alien. i'm like oh, that's fucking cool <laughs> i did too i was like i was fucking tripping i was like this early in the movie yeah and then and i was a little disappointed yeah still good yeah I don't think he'll be able to ever top Get Out. That's a tough ask. Because Us definitely did not top it. See, and I really enjoyed Us, but I do agree. His movies almost seem like vintage, like Steven Spielberg, like old school, like horror movies. I can definitely see that. Yeah. Um, I... I will say one of the things I think I appreciate him most for is the fact that it seems like as soon as he directed a film, the floodgates open for more comedians or at least comedic actors to come out of the woodworks and start making more films. Yeah. John uh, Krasinski. Zach Kreger. Zach Kreger. Yeah. His new movie got bought just off of a pitch, like six figures or something like that. Uh, six or seven. I remember yeah. you telling me that and I was like, fuck. I'm like, Because that's it. Minimum of a hundred thousand if it's six, and if it's seven, yeah. it's a minimum mill. So yeah, and I'm like, for yeah, that's crazy. I would kill for that money. I know. Oh my God, is that crazy? There's another one too. I thought that he directed. No, another uh, comedic guy. Oh, John Krasinski, Jordan Peele, Zach Krager, and can't think off the top of my head. Yeah, I can't think of it. Hmm. Yeah. I'm sure there is one, but um so yeah, Infinity Pools. I wouldn't say it's the strongest performance I've seen from Alexander Skarsgard. Yeah, he, he did really good. He did really good with the like physical acting and mm-hmm. like you can like read every emotion that he's going through on his face. Yeah. Like he's very good at face acting. A hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's one of the things that drew me in with uh the Northman with him like his everything i've seen him in he's been progressively better this is the only thing that feels like a slight step back but i also feel like this was filmed before the northman was it i I feel like it was just uh, based off of certain things in the movie too like there's one point i think where it even says it's from like 2019 okay so i'd have to like actually see when they shot the film but like it feels like a different development in his acting in general. Mm. So. Okay. 
Mia Goth, on the other hand, she's like she has been killing it. Forced to be reckoned with. Yeah, that's three in a row. Yeah, that just have Basically. all been fucking yeah. right on for her. I'd be like intimidated if I had to act like across from her in a scene or something. I'd be like, oh fuck, it would make you better for sure. How starstruck do you think you would get if you were put into a room with Rachel Star? Any, no, <laughs> any person you grew up like actually respecting as an actor or Jake Gyllenhaal is my number one. Jake Gyllenhaal, Ben Affleck, Ryan Gosling. I'd fucking. I don't know how I'd react. Because it would definitely take me a minute. It would throw me off my fucking I'd shake. Game. <laughs> right? I'd definitely be like, what the fuck? I'm going to fuck up. Yeah. Um, that would be difficult. It would be difficult. I'm sure it would take a couple takes. Oh, yeah. But then after that, like I said, if when you act across from people like that, that just like makes you better. I, I can only imagine. There has to be something you can learn from just about everybody. Yeah. Um, it'd, be, it'd be like... Getting into a movie with like a Jack Nicholson or something like that, I would really worry about fucking up because he doesn't seem like he takes shit. <laughs> Especially <laughs> the old guys like yeah. that. They're like, You're like, quit yelling at me. Yeah. Could you imagine being in a movie like a Martin Scorsese movie and having to act for him? I'd be intimidated. Oh, I'd be fucking terrified. <laughs> yeah. I'd do literally anything he said though. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, yes, sir. You got it. Yep. Right on it. You want me to eat who who asked? <laughs> like, uh, or like even Jonah Hill said, like he's like, I really don't want to get punched in the face, but if this is seriously what you want, I'll do it for you. Yeah. And he's like, Yeah, I want you to get punched in the face. So John Barenthal just fucking decks him. That would suck so bad. Oh, uh, especially him, dude. Almost fucking went to prison for killing somebody with bare fists. Yeah. Like fucking terrifying. Speaking of him, his podcast is really good. I need to check it. I would listen to the one, uh, the Joe Rogan one, where he had him on a little over a month ago, I think. Oh, okay. And where he, like, when he talked about Shia and stuff like that. Um, but I didn't know, like, he went to Russia and everything, and he's, like, a classically trained... Uh, Theater actor. Yeah. Yeah. And not only that, when he was being trained uh, in trained. theater... Trained in theater. <laughs> <laughs> when he was... Uh, going through theater training uh he he also had to do like acrobat training because it's huge over there like because they have to be able to like actually move like nimbly and everything yeah so being fit is like a top priority for a lot of actors out there yeah it's important to get trained you know <laughs> uh, but only yeah. if you're mia khalifa mia khalifa don't even fucking lie you're so no, full of shit. i don't even know who that is. you're so full of shit who is she um, <laughs> <laughs> the one where the uh, she's the girl who the hockey puck hit her and the tit and her implant exploded. <laughs> I, I yeah I, I, I've I've seen her. So. <laughs> I'm sure you have. Yeah, yeah. Couple but, times. Um, yeah, his episode with Shia LaBeouf is really good. LaBeouf. <laughs> that was a really good episode. Um, I watched a episode with the actor. I think his name is Richard Cabral. Cabral. Cabral from uh, Mayas. The Mexican dude. I'm just trying to think of which one because they're all. He has a crooked nose in that movie. That doesn't narrow it down. It's like unless you're talking about Owen Wilson, it doesn't narrow. He has it longer down. hair. It's he rides a motorcycle. Actually, I think I might know which guy you're talking about. Yeah, he's the one with the motorcycle in the show. <laughs> uh, I think his name is Richard Cabral. I think. I think that's yep, the name. That's I, I was could be of. wrong. Is that really his name? That boy. Yeah, that's him. Yeah. Uh, that episode with him is a really good one. Nice. Um, He's I also highly, in the watch. Yes. He was also in uh, Key and Peele. Uh, <laughs> that one where he's the one who's crazy enough to do whatever. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh fuck, that one's funny as fuck. But yeah, he's uh, that episode's good. Um, I will listen to one where he talked to an ex Navy SEAL. Duh. You remember in End of Watch, the one, remember when Jake Gyllenhaal and Michael Pena go into the house and find all the people kidnapped in there, mm-hmm. and then they call the DEA or whatever the fuck? Mm-hmm. You know, the ball guy who talks to them and tells them to lay low? Oh, is that a... He's a real life in the military. He, he's on the episode. Fucking, uh, I think I know his name, too. He's he's very cool. He's very progressive. Jocko Willink? Willnick? That sounds racist. Let me find him. <laughs> oh, what you talking about, Willis? <laughs> what you talking about? <laughs> Uh, John Bernthal. Did you know his dad is the one who created Rice Krispies? The cereal? Fuck off. No, I'm not even fucking. <laughs> not even fucking. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. You believe me if you want. Go, fuck! Oh, really? Uh, I gotta find this guy. Where is he? Mm. <laughs> 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 Kevin Nance. When you say Nance, I just think it's of- either Kevin Nance or Mark Shingle. Is Shingle? It's the one on the, the left. He's the one end of watch. On the right, he's the one end of watch. He's yeah. the one to tell him to lay low. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's he he was a legit uh, military guy and shit. That episode's really cool. Uh, I highly recommend that one. Hell yeah, I'll check it for yeah. sure. Um, Have you ever heard of uh, John Barenthal has a podcast? <laughs> I'm just, just talking about this. But all right. Um, so you said Nance, and every time you say anyone says that, the first thing that pops in my head is uh, Tropic Thunder. When he's all, I just want to look him in the eye and say, I, I love you, Lance. Lance? I, I, I said Nance, like Nancy. Nance, Nance, yeah. Booty sweat. <laughs> Al Pacino. <laughs> I love a pussy. Is that what he said? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. But he's actually gay. Like someone we know. I feel like I know who you're talking about, but I don't. Think no, you know what I'm talking about. It start his his don't, his name do not. doesn't start with a vowel. <laughs> no one I really know. I think I'm the only person I know whose name starts with a vowel. My name starts with a vowel. No, it does not. <laughs> it does. D's a vowel. <laughs> D's not a vowel. A e i o u d. You o what? A e i o d. I O D A A E I O U D. I you don't you do not owe me D. I swear to God. I U D. I U D. At least you didn't say I E D. I E D. That's an improvised I I explosive device. Oh, like erectile <laughs> dysfunction. I was like, I thought I had that one. That's just E D. Yeah. I U D is. I something. have E D. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck no. Oh, I'm happy I got us away from that uh, guessing game. The guessing game. As of who was gay. Um, we know who it is. <laughs> Everyone out there knows who it is. I'm just going to fucking say it. His name rhymes with with Justin. <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't. Yes, it does. Justin? Yeah. It rhymes with it. Justice. Justin. <laughs> said it. Yeah, if you didn't want to listen to last uh, week's episode, do I sound echoey to you? Yeah, it's been, and every time that I get loud, it like spikes Goes back. Yeah, and then, like everything. I wonder. I don't know what happened. Maybe we need to get new cords again. Maybe these are cheap. They're like ten dollars on like that. That could definitely be yeah, it. Then. I'll, pro- I'll order some on Friday. Okay. And if that's okay with you, I'll just order some more cords off of Amazon on Friday. Yeah, it's a big Texas size ten four there, buddy. Okay. Penis. 
Um, did you? Did you? Did you? Did you? What were you gonna say? Uh, I said penis wrinkle. Oh, okay, penis wrinkle. That's did a I fact. Wa- That's a fact. I don't have any wrinkles. Ah, <laughs> uh, surprise! You iron them out or what? No, it just don't it don't exist. Your balls or your dick? <laughs> Both. My balls are definitely. You just wrinkly. look like this. <laughs> what? That smooth. No, <laughs> I was like, bro. No fucking way. It looks like brain. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, there's no way you don't. There's have a wrinkles. fucking correlation to that. It has to be a reason why your nuts look like brain. <laughs> <laughs> because it's where the other head is. Facts. Like it just happens. Facts. People um, do say we think with their dicks for a reason. I do sometimes. Well, I have lately have in the past. I'm not anymore because I manifested my own destiny. Um. <laughs> anyway. All right, we're there now. Go for it. <laughs> Wait, right. hold on. Did you, 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 fuck, did you, did, did you, or did you, did you, okay, did, did you, there's a, did, fuck, did you see, did you look up, did you find the fuck, so I sent you and Justice a YouTube account. Did you look it up? It's some old white guy <laughs> talking. To- no. He's like an old cowboy. Something Wrangler School. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? When did you send this? Oh, this was like last week. Oh, well, I have no fucking clue. <laughs> no. It's fucking awesome. It looks like Sam Elliott. No, he's fucking sweet. <laughs> like, he fucking has a video just on like, um, like, there's a video called Heartbreak and Loss. Uh, be different, be unique, be you. Uh, the nature of respect. Five things I wish I knew before I was a husband. Um, <laughs> control that temper. Um, yeah, he just like how to deal with loneliness. Like he has a bunch of cool, like insightful videos. Huh, that's actually not a bad idea. Yeah, they're like cool. It's just him sitting somewhere smoking a pipe, talking about shit. <laughs> it's fucking hard. Like country bumpkin style. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Hell yeah, I'll have to check yeah. that. So yeah, anyway, manifesting destiny. Have you ever manifested your own destiny? Other than making children, no. That doesn't count. Marrying my wife? Well, <laughs> I don't know what you... Like manifesting, like you want something and you say it's going to happen and then it happens. Short film. Okay. That's probably the thing other than my children that I'm more, most proud of. Okay. And my wife, obviously. I can't okay. leave her out. We did manifest a short film. That That's one of my, like, proudest accomplishments, just, like, as an adult. Because it's something we said we were going to do, and we just fucking did it. Yeah. Um, yeah, with this one, I'm manifesting legit success. <laughs> I think we can do it. Yeah. And I'm not going to talk, like, too deep about it on this right now. But Ever. I'll just say I manifested my dust. <laughs> I, I th- we'll have to talk about more of that off off of the yeah well you know what I'm talking yeah. about oh yeah yeah oh yeah I know exactly what I manifested this I mean I feel like every time I ask somebody or would ask somebody out it's essentially like manifesting your destiny but yeah yeah like, this I'm honest, going for it this hit me weird I can see that because I like, I didn't expect so it feels it feels unique like, it feels supernatural supernatural if it like it feels extra natural or it feels like supernatural like supernatural like like something i don't know if it's the aliens or like what's going (laughs) on ufos they've been shooting russia i don't know um russia is trying to move the equator 
What? <laughs> <laughs> that's a new one they're oh. trying to move the south pole so uh at the liquor store every now and then like a stout when we're working we have a couple of people that'll come in and just randomly they'll start dropping like the weirdest conspiracies you've ever heard <laughs> and they talk about them like they're completely fucking facts those and you're people like, scare the fuck out of me dude we had one couple come in and basically tell us they were from the future. <laughs> and I was like, if you're from the future, why can't you afford what you have on the counter? You should have known the price. Like, <laughs> I didn't say that because oh, I don't okay. want to get my ass kicked. But I feel like if you work at a liquor store, you can say whatever you want. Uh, to a degree, but I mean, then you lose people as customers. And if you get bad reviews, people won't come to you. Won't come on you, yeah. I mean, I don't want anybody to come on me. That's a <laughs> sexual on everybody. assault. Get down tonight, Eminem. It's from the Slim Shady LP. I do remember. Come on, everybody. Okay. Anyway, what what else? Like, what other conspiracy theories do these uh, wackos have? Uh, oh, so they, they were saying a bunch of weird shit. Like, uh, oh fuck, I forgot what they said specifically. Oh, they them. Yeah, it was two people. <laughs> Not like they oh, them. Okay. It was two people. Like I'm talking plural. Like it was a guy and a chick. I think. One of those. Yeah, one of them's. Um, <laughs> But I'm trying to think of, uh, I did have someone come in and talk about how JFK Jr. was alive. Oh, God. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, we got a QAnon guy. <laughs> uh, a lot of it's government conspiracies that you hear constantly where yeah, you're like, like, come up with something original. Yeah. And I'm not saying they're not true. I'm just saying, oh, yeah. like, they're fucking tired at this point. Yeah. Like, it's half of the shit feels like an open secret if it is real 9-11 was an inside job the one thing i will say i do like conspiracy theory i like 100 percent believe is the jfk like the government killed jfk like that's essentially confirmed yeah yeah it is and i mean there's a reason why they keep delaying the release of the documents yeah 100 percent. if it was nothing then they would have just released it yeah if (laughs) this sounds if there was any reason i wanted trump to get reelected, Trump. it was so we could figure out what the fuck was going on with that. Do you really think he would have released it anyway? Honestly, yeah, because that really? was like the first thing Biden pushed back when he became president. Yeah, there's no fucking way I'd release that shit in a minute. Oh, I want to become I president would. just to look at that shit. See, if if I were to become president, I'd probably get shot like the first day on the job because I'd be trying to expose everything. Because yep. I'm like, yo, y'all been hiding this shit from everybody. Like, I get there'd be mass panic for a minute, but like. Wouldn't it be better to just tell everybody the truth? Yeah. I mean, it'd probably start a lot of shit, I'm oh, sure. But, uh, natural selection. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I got the Secret Service. I'd be aight, but... Yeah. You know, another thing that I would do if I was president... This is obviously in a different country, but I'm sure you're allowed access if you're president. <laughs> uh, the Vatican. Oh, my God. I want to go in that bitch. Because uh, I'm sure there's some wild <sighs> shit in there. I can only imagine yeah i tried watching videos on it even the like surface level inside looks fucking terrifying at certain points yeah like because yeah dude like you gotta think like even though i really don't i don't believe in like religion and shit that doesn't mean people did wild shit in the name of religion or tried to do shit in the name of religion or there could be supernatural shit that happened i don't know you never know i mean the bushes worshipped Moloch, so... The who? <laughs> the bushes? The bushes? The bushes. The bushes, like the women that don't shave. <laughs> the bushes? No, like, Do you like a good bush? We're gonna keep like going. Like a bush light? We're gonna talk about... Uh, no, uh, like George HWNW. Oh! Yeah. Those bushes. Those bushes. Like bushes are like some sort of like ancient people or something <laughs> like that. 
Not talking about the burning bush. Not talking about the bushes outside. Not talking about pubes. You're talking about the bushes. The bushes. They worship the owl. Yeah, the owl god Moloch. Yeah, the fucking uh, uh, what is that place called? <laughs> Where they quartz? No, <laughs> where they fucking uh, that's the Sorting Hat. The one, the fucking the, where they went the Hedwig. Hollywood Grove. No, not Hollywood Grove. Uh, Bohemian Grove. Bohemian Grove. Yeah, that's where all those fucking rich motherfuckers went. Yep. Fucked virgins and some other shit. <laughs> Alex Jones. They're, They're turning, turning the frogs, frogs gay. gay. I wish they were. It's fucking cool. I want to see a gay frog. It look like justice. Um, but yeah, anyway. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, I, I would want to go in the Vatican. Can you go into the Vatican? Not like all the way in, but can you like go? Yeah, they have tours. Tours? Mm-hmm. That's tours. fucking cool. But tours. I'm sure they only let you see like the fucking lame shit. The, the shit that everyone knows. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I've heard they have alien skulls in there. I've heard they have uh, the gates to hell in there. I, I heard Eddie uh, Bravo talk about that on Joe Rogan's yeah. podcast, but he, I can't. I'd like to think it's true. I can't get behind anything he says, because nice. I feel like if he's buying into it, I'm like, I don't feel like I can, because he's off the deep end. Sometimes, like, he's he, goes, sometimes he scares me. I'm like, <laughs> he, he was on Joe Rogan last week, and he brought up uh, the UFO b- balloon thing. Uh, and how he th- he said it was a Mexican satellite. <laughs> and Joe was like, all right, we're done. <laughs> we're like, goodbye. And he just kept talking. He's like, oh, fuck, here we go. Because <laughs> it was uh, those two, Brennan Schaub and... Uh, can't think of his name. Brian Callen. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't like Brennan Schaub. Oh, I can't stand him anymore. I never liked him. Especially since everything happened with uh, uh, the beef with him and Bobby Lee. Oh, they had beef? Oh, oh for Kalila. Yeah. Yeah, it turned, like, there's rumors that he was banging Kalila, right? We're trying to. Like, trying she, to, she yeah. called him out on a different podcast yeah. for basically trying to fuck everybody. And they broke up, too. Yeah. Oh, well, they're back together now. Oh, they are? and her. Um, but, uh, they, like, they had an open relationship after they broke up for a minute, and now they're just back together. But. They were poly for a minute? Technically. Yes. Um, technically. But. She she put him on blast and basically said that during Thanksgiving dinner, he also was trying to text her while he was with his wife and her family being like, hey, I'm going to leave. You want to meet up type shit. And like, fuck. Did they ever do it? Uh, she, according to her, no. But then there was a bunch of backlash, a uh, bunch of really like nasty stuff that they both went each way. Brian Callen and... Uh, Brendan Shaw basically threatened Bobby Lee to like end his fucking career and shit. And Can they do that? No. <laughs> I was mean, gonna say at, at least as far as like certain sponsorships and stuff go, probably because King and Sting. Uh, then you have the Brian Callen and Brendan Shaw podcast, Fighter like, and the Kid, right? Fighter and the Kid. Uh, and then I feel like Brendan Shaw has one more podcast, and then Brian Callen definitely has another one. Yeah. Uh, so I mean. They have a lot of hands in podcasting and the comedy scene in general. They can probably get him, black, him blacklisted for, from some clubs. It wouldn't end his career, but it would definitely impact his money stream. So Brian Callum is basically sipping for Brendan Shaw. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, I feel like as a friend, like even if my friend was like trying to fuck somebody I know as a girlfriend, I would call him out on it. I oh, wouldn't 100%. be sipping for him. Well, and especially with how toxic that whole situation got. Yeah. I used to actually really like Brian Callen. I remember the first thing I ever saw him in was this piece of shit spoof movie called The the 41-Year-Old Virgin Who Knocked Up Sarah Marshall and Felt Super Bad About It. (laughs) Um, Awful movie. 
like it was decently funny, but like I had respect for him just in general after that and watching him with Joe Rogan and Joker. some of his comedy stuff. Joker. And then after all this, I'm just like, he's kind of a piece of shit. And yeah, I, I can't lost back a lot of people respect. like that. Yeah. Yeah, no, I like. And he just, British Shop just looks fucking weird. Like physically. That, and I also lost a lot of respect for him with the way he handled his whole UFC retirement thing after Joe Rogan, like, flat out told him, like, no, dude, like, you need to fucking hang it up. He's like, I'm tired of seeing you get the shit beat out of you. And, like, he was all butthurt. And, like, hey, I understand. At least he came back around and he, like, kind of handled it like a man at the end and, like, cleared everything up. But I think I would handle most stuff with my friends, like, the way Joe Rogan did that specifically, where, like, you have to be able to tell the closest people to you, like, you're fucking up. Yeah. Like, I, I can think of certain examples that I won't say out loud where, like, I have told friends, like, I think you're doing this wrong, like, whether it's something that they're pursuing or a mistake that they're making. Yeah, I've done it, too, with one of my other friends, too. Yeah. Because you can't be, like, a yes man all the time, especially in, like, a serious situation. You mm-hmm. gotta let them know, like... They're fucking up. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, like, there are even situations where, and me and you have talked about this, where I feel like shit because I know that a friend of mine is doing something they really shouldn't be doing, and I feel bad for not calling them out on it at certain points because I'm just like, some people are the type of people that you know if you say something, it could essentially be the end of your friendship. Yeah, some people are sensitive that way. Extremely. And... You also don't know when the right time to talk to somebody is because you never know when you have the privacy first off. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. So, um, yeah, it's uh it's uh, it's, uh, it's 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 rough. Yeah. At least none of us are orange. Like Benishab. <laughs> he looks fake as fuck. It, like he looks weird. He looks bloated. It at, makes me no, sad no. because I want to like him. He's from Colorado. Yeah. Oh, I'm calling him out then. He's from. He went to Overland High School. Oh yeah, we're gonna talk shit on his fucking hood. <laughs> um, like you, uh, my wife's cousin went to Overland, and they have like pictures of him all over the fucking place. Um, I'm not gonna lie. When we get big, I'm not gonna allow Prairie View to do that shit. Oh, I'm like fuck you. No, I mean I'll have one. I don't like one big one I in might, the entryway. I, I have more of a connection to Fort Morgan mm. High School, so I might let them, but. They have Glenn Miller, so they don't need me. <laughs> and uh, they did have one NFL player. You said it was a tight end for somebody. Uh, Houston Texans, and then he got traded to the Broncos, and then after that, I don't know. Uh, Joel Dreesen met him first day of high school. It was the weirdest shit in the world. Like He was just randomly visiting the coach. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is fucking dope. I like this school. And it never happened again. <laughs> I'd do a visit. I think, I think be it'd fun. be kind of cool, especially to like the drama department or something. Yeah, like it'd be fucking really like cool. drop out, right? Do, don't listen to your teachers. Do all drugs shit. and write. <laughs> um, God, did you hear they might extend school for kids by another two years? What do you mean? Like instead of thirteen grades, there will be fifteen. Like there will be an extra extra years of high school or an extra year extra of each two thing. years of schooling in general. I have no idea. I would imagine they would do an extra year of middle school, an extra year of high school. I mean, either way, it fucking sucks. I don't know. At this point in my life, I wish I was back in high school. I do. Because mm, think of the possibilities. If I, if I could redo my life at any point. I still don't think I would because I would feel too guilty about risking my kids. 
Like that's the biggest deal breaker for me. Yeah, I feel like I don't know if I've told you, um, but I feel like when you die, you come back and you do your life over, but you like you don't obviously you don't know you're doing it over again because mm-hmm. I think that's what like deja vu is and shit like that. One hundred percent. Like you probably you go through like same situations, <laughs> same situations, but like shit pans out differently. Oh, 100%. each time. That's what I think. I I've, I actually have like had vivid dreams about that and just i've literally sat there for hours sometimes just thinking about that just like what the fuck could i do if like i got to do this all over again just wait till we're on shrooms do you think that's a good topic to talk about all on shrooms i don't know <sighs> it's very touchy it's hard to know i don't know if i could stop it. yeah I, I, well because well, how, how long do we got one month and two days it's that far still it's not that bad it seemed it was seemed closer. February is the shortest month, though. The shortest month. The shortest month. <laughs> um, are we gonna get? Well, you got it. How much you got? It, you got it. You got. Oh yeah, yeah I keep got fucking you. Fuck! Damn it! As long as we have enough for you to get an eighth and me to get one point five, <laughs> I'll have to measure it. But we may I need more I just in case. Okay, because I'm not doing more than that. <laughs> you gotta do a little bit more than last time. I need to have a good one first. Would you like two? <laughs> to be fair, I was fighting it a lot, so I can't do that this time. So I might cry. I'll, I'll cry with you, brother. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was fighting it. I was like, <laughs> like it's okay, man. Yeah, I, I, I do. I I I, <laughs> I ugly cry hard. I ugly cry too. I like. I'm very loud too. I'm like, and I laugh while I cry sometimes. I try to be quiet. I sound more angry when I cry. Then again, that's probably just an angry cry. You're like, so, well, <laughs> it's like you're taking a shit. I remember when I was a kid, I used to think it was funny to like hold my breath and do that, like make my face turn bright red. <laughs> and they're like, dude, you're going to blow a fucking blood vessel in your head. And I was like, I've never done it since. Cause I'm like that one meme, uh, where the kids in school and, I don't. Do, I don't want to do it. <laughs> but where you can like see every vein in his fucking forehead. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, oh, oh my god. He's looking at a chick's ass or something like that. That's that one where that, he's in the classroom. Bl- the blonde yeah. kid. Yeah, I think. Yeah. 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 Um. But yeah, shrooms. We're also gonna do a podcast during it too. That's gonna be the wildest shit to hear after the fact. Oh my god, that'll be terrifying. But that's gonna be cool. Though. It'll be amazing. And you know, I think it'll help because like last time we didn't talk hardly at all. We just went straight into watching shit. We're only gonna be able to hear each other the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that buzzing. There's a buzzing right right now. <laughs> that's gonna be weird to hear though, because oh. like noises while tripping. You really you didn't really experience it like that. Not at all. Yeah, noises are crazy like you hear like everything that's why when we were outside i heard that moan i think i was hearing like your neighbor's fuck <laughs> like because i heard i heard a moan like guy and girl or like a girl like moan like when we were standing outside of that barn with the fire i heard a ah. oh there been two girls like so. once <laughs> like once i heard it and i looked up like, what the fuck so i don't know that's fair yeah. um i don't remember hearing anything I do you remember you being like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm, I'm definitely excited. I think we do need to do a podcast after that if we don't release that, depending on how everything goes. Um, we do need to do a podcast just kind of recapping <laughs> yes. everything. Cause, we also need to do a podcast oh, while we're rolling. Oh, my God. Oh, 
I don't know if I want to. It's fucking terrifying. You do shrooms, you gotta do that. I disagree. It's technically no, it's technically a hallucinogen. It's still yeah, but it's it's not natural. But trust me, I trust you, but I don't trust you. You gotta trust. God damn it! I'm a veteran at this point. (laughs) I really am. Feel like I've done two tours. (laughs) Never Jacks in the Mortal Kombat movie, the new one. When he's fighting Sub Zero, he's like, "I did six tours, motherfucker." <laughs> I'm like, this is a hard ass. Like, I'm just gonna, if I ever get in a fight with somebody, I'm gonna say that. They probably won't believe me. I, I'm not gonna but. lie. Uh, so it's a, it's, it is a line from Brendan Schaub on a podcast, or not Brendan Schaub, uh, Brian Callen on a podcast, where they're just going over like the hardest things they've ever heard people say to each other, like in retaliation or whatever. Where they're like, what's your name? He's all, my name's fuck you. <laughs> Basically, or, uh, um, basically they're like, you want to fuck, or I'm trying to think of exactly what it was, but another one, basically like, do you want to fight or something like, or like, what's your name? He's like, my name is, uh, right fucking now or, or like anytime, like shit like that. Like, yeah. Like, only psychopaths would say if you encountered them. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, I gotta turn the fuck around and get out of here. Type of shit. Yeah. I don't remember where I was going with that now, though. I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Point is, we're gonna be on trims. My, uh, my memory has gotten so bad since I started smoking weed. It's insane. It's, uh, crazy. <laughs> I'm never gonna smoke again, again, I don't think. I think... I really don't feel like I need to. After I run out of the weed I have, because I'm not going to waste it, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I do think I'm going to quit. Well, Dom told me when they trip and they smoke, it helps with the trip. Really? Yeah. Okay. Damn it, now i got to buy more weed. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I do, I do kind of want to pull away from weed, though, because yeah. it's a problem. It's extremely yeah. difficult to quit when... Why is it a problem, do you think? It's so easy to do during stressful moments. So you're, you think you're doing it... You're not doing it for fun anymore? You're doing it to escape a little more? Essentially. Just and to, yeah. like, get... I guess not clarity, but, like... it's It literally is an escape. It's just, let me forget about everything for a little bit and just fucking... Yeah, I think once you reach that point with anything, it's bad. Because yeah. that's where I'm kind of near in on this. And that's the thing, like, that I hate that people say, oh, like, weed's not addictive. Like, I mentally don't give a fuck. addictive. Yeah. yeah. It, anything, if if you do anything for more than 30 days, it can create a habit. Yeah. So. Why do you think Justice jerks off so much? <laughs> uh, how do you know? Porn addiction. I mean, how do you know he jerks off so he much? He tells me. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. Chronic masturbation. Chronic masturbation um but yeah yeah like yeah it, it can be yeah yeah stuff's maybe not be physically addicting like that but yeah mentally for sure especially if you use it to escape from shit oh yeah because it almost becomes like necessary at yeah. a certain point honestly dude if i had my way and i had the funds and availability to do it you'd buy more no i would miss my friends but i'd fucking move to the south to the south just so it's warm <laughs> oh, okay. um and because a it'd be really hard to get weed you'd move there for the sole reason of not getting weed well no, honestly mostly to escape uh 
that's not the best way to put it either, but like escape family and just kind of get away and get peace because I don't feel sane around most of my family, mm. if that makes sense. Well, there's you can still live here and fix that. Good. Just don't talk to him anymore. Or just call him. Don't go. That's, that's why I want to move out of state. Yeah. Uh, but the only thing keeping me here is like my parents and like a couple of the friends I have and then a little bit my wife's family. Yeah. Because I know she'd have a harder time than I would. Even though she talks a big game and she's like, oh, I can move with no problem. She'd be like a fucking nervous wreck. Normally, well, sometimes I know when people get married, they end up living near the wife's family. More often than not. Yeah, we went the opposite way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so do my parents, because my grandma lives in New Mexico. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. How is she doing? She pretty much the same, but she's doing as good as she can be. Yeah. So. Understandable. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Family's a mixed bag, because... Family is a mixed bag. I don't talk to a good chunk of my family. I only talk to a certain few, normally. I only talk to my mom's side... Other than my dad's mom. Um, just because my, my dad's family was never really, like, super-duper close. And then after my great-grandparents passed away, like, everybody fell apart. Yeah, I can relate to that. Um, my um, my mom's side, my Japanese side, I don't really talk to, like, a lot of them, actually. Ever since my uh, great-grandparents died, mm-hmm. uh, we, we used to do this thing where every New Year's Day we all go over there to eat, like, a bunch of Japanese food and stuff. And they stopped inviting us after my grandparents died. So I haven't seen a good chunk of them since then. Yeah. Which I don't really care. But um, but yeah. And then on my dad's side, obviously my grandparents, my cousins, and my aunt. And then a couple of my other uncles, and that's it. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. I mean, and honestly, that's just kind of the way life is. Like, you can't stay connected to everybody forever. Yeah, and it's kind of sad because I know I'm like my mom's Jap- Japanese side. Me and a lot of my cousins used to be so close, like, back mm-hmm. when we were, like, kids. Oh, yeah. But, like, I can't even tell you the last time we were all together. Literally, I, in my mom's family, is even kind of starting to get that same way. Like, especially since my uncle passed away. Mm-hmm. It was just, like, a moment where, like, everything split and everybody's animosity towards each other came out. Just, like... You'd think something like that, or just, like, death in general would bring people together, but it does not. No. Especially if it is uh, a relative who had property and a will. Yeah. That seems like the quickest downfall of most families, because everyone just wants to fight over shit. Yeah. And lose track of everything. Like, it's to the point where, like... When people do pass away and everyone's like, oh, come over, like, we're gonna, like, go through their stuff and divvy everything up, I'm like, I'm not fucking going. I was like, if you want to save something for me, that's on you. Like, other than that, I don't want anything. I can barely store the shit I have for myself. I used to be a much more sentimental person, but, like, over the last, well, since he passed away, I, uh, I've just become very, like, you can't take it when I, when you die and, like, if I can't remember in my head, I don't think, like, an object is going to keep them with me. Mm. So, I don't know why I'm holding on to shit anymore. Yeah. It also just feels like the more shit I hold on to, the more I hold on to, like, denial, basically. Mm. I have a bad, like, habit of keeping shit that I think in my head has, like, sentimental value. Mm. Like, I have a hard time keeping, like, getting rid of shit. I still have my fucking, like, biscuit, you know, biscuit? Oh, yes. I still have his bed, and I still have his kennel in my closet. 
See, and I completely get that. Yeah. Um, it, one of the few things I do have are my dogs, like Urn and like paw print. Like I even got him his paw yeah. print, like tattooed. Well, I have on my that chest. too. I have his ashes and shit. Yeah. But like, you would think like a kennel and shit like that, you would get rid of that at some point. You would think, but like, I, I still have his collar. I still got. Mm-hmm. Like a blanket he used to fucking sleep on all the time, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's kind of it's it's hard to get rid of some stuff because yeah. I like while I do say like I am a lot less sentimental than I used to be, I still do have things that I just feel like I can't fucking get rid of. Yeah, it's very difficult. But like mm-hmm. as far as like anything new in the future, the only thing that could get me to hold on to something like that would be like, and I fucking hate thinking about it. Like it terrifies me. But like my kids and my wife. Yeah. That's the only thing that'd be like, I, I could see myself like sleeping in like my son's bed oh, if something yeah. were to happen to him yeah. like incessantly. Like it'd be one of those things that would just fuck me up. Yeah. And I, yeah, sometimes I under like when I watch that show Hoarders, I can understand like at a certain <sighs> point. Yeah. To a certain extent. I'm oh. like, I can see why. Oh yeah. Like it's, it's very easy to lose control of that. Yeah. So it's wild. I've become so numb, I can come on you. <laughs> ah, can you be numb and come? Cocaine. <laughs> it's a hell of a drug. Uh, Cocaine. I'm Molly assuming? Dick. I don't know. I've never done numb and those things. Uh, come and go, numb and I come. I think if you got a Novocaine shot in your dick, probably not. Novocaine, Novocaine, fuck me good, fuck me long, fuck me numb. That's what he said in the song. Have you heard so, that? You never heard Novocaine by Frank Ocean? No, never. Are you fucking kidding nope. me? Nope. Honestly, I've probably never heard a song by Frank Ocean. <laughs> what the fuck are you? Are you even American? Uh, I mean, I just was never into Frank Ocean. Novocaine, baby, I want you. Fuck me good, fuck me long, fuck me numb. <laughs> it's about him being on a Novocaine and fucking. But don't, don't, don't you just shoot yourself with Novocaine in the Do mouth? Do you know what Novocaine is? Yeah. Yeah, it's for a dentist. <laughs> Pretty sure. Let's see. Let me go to the, the hook. You feel me? Sure. <laughs> oh, they're smoking it. Sorry. Smoking Novocaine? Never. Here we go. Fantastic song. Listen to the song and also listen to American Wedding okay. by him. It's a remix of Hotel California, basically. Oh, really? It's the same music. It's just him singing about American weddings, how people like <laughs> divorce and shit. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do you, uh, so, you know that statistic that... Don't be another statistic! That 50% of divorces end in... Uh, Murder. 50, 50% of marriages end in divorce? Yeah. Do you know that's only for the first marriage? Oh, meaning that if someone gets uh, remarried remarried again, that they have a chance of... Uh, that The statistics are much higher. Yeah. Because that 50% is only for first marriages. After that, it's 67, then it goes to 75, and then it just keeps going up. Isn't the rate of marriages going down nowadays, though? Yes. Because of, the, Be- because of our age group? Well, yeah, because, I mean, if you think about it, like... Hypothetically, in the way, like, the argument is made most of the time... Something is in the way. What benefit is there to a man getting married now? I think we talked about this. I think we did a couple weeks ago. Yeah. But literally, like, there's no... Men don't get anything out of it. 
so they're not worried about getting married anymore because like traditional values are out the window so why keep doing the traditional thing and like getting married yeah i i i i i, I fuck <laughs> I, it's one of those nights it's one of those days where you don't want to wake up everything, everything is fucked, fucked. Everybody, everybody sucks you don't really know why but, but you want to justify ripping someone's head off no human contact so if, if you, you interact your life is on contract your best bet is to stay away motherfucker, motherfucker. it's just one of those days, days. It's all about the East. I forgot what I was saying now. Uh, oh, I can feel. Sometimes I feel like I don't want to get married, but then sometimes I feel like it'd be cool to do it. But then other times I feel like no. But then other times I'm like, yeah. I think it all. It really is one of those things you need to like take a lot of thought on. Yeah. Especially with the way modern divorce and everything goes with. You essentially are guaranteed to lose most of your shit being the guy. So you really need to square things up and you need to make sure you know the No, you need to make sure that you know who you're marrying because a lot of people just jump into shit because, oh, I'm in love. Like they don't realize that that is just the honeymoon phase of a relationship. And yeah. even when you're getting married, you'll experience another quick honeymoon phase because the title of husband and wife is so new to you that you're like, everything's exciting again. It's temporary and you need to learn to be able to like work through the hard and extremely fucking boring and extremely trying and the monetary and like fiscal responsibilities you have as a husband or wife or as a parent and all that. Like it adds a lot of stress and a lot of people have issues with intimacy <laughs> and stuff after being with one person for so long too so that's a huge issue that's what i'm afraid of especially after what i've been experiencing <laughs> like it's hard to think of sticking with one person when you know there's yeah, it's, it's a hard thing trust me i but i just manifested my own destiny so we'll see see and i i have only had sex with four people my entire life even uh, uh, queer. <laughs> even with that low of a number yeah it is still extremely tempting because you're a man and genetically you want to fuck you're built to spread your seed yeah like it's just it's caveman biology like yeah literally that's what men are looking for <laughs> like they want to be able to like preserve their race their, their, <laughs> not, not their race but like yeah, their bloodline their bloodline like, yeah keep creating more of me basically yeah it looks like me <laughs> oh i like it uh um, daniel toss joke <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, uh pit cum the big, <laughs> baby pit cum uh, did he just say he'd fuck a baby oh <laughs> uh, yeah God i can understand what you're saying um yeah. this that this uh old guy that mm. i showed you on youtube yeah uh, he said his dad told him before he got married, he said the first two years of marriage are like fun and exciting. And he says the next three years is going to be shit. And it's a, it's going to really, you're going to know who you are if you make it through those three years, those next three years. Gotcha. Then he said the next two years is going to be exciting again. And then you're going to get hit with another few fucked up years. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. I, I've heard it goes in like almost seven year cycles. Yeah. It's, it's different for everybody, obviously. Yeah. But, um, 
Well, one of my favorite things I've ever heard, and this sounds extremely sexist, so if you are offended, sorry, it happens. Uh, sorry, not sorry. One of our employees at the liquor store told me this, because I was like, you ever like cheat on your wife? He's like, no. He's like, the one thing my dad always taught me, he's like, regardless of how big of a shithead I've ever been with anything else in my life, he's like, the one thing my dad always told me is, if you ever think about cheating on your wife or your woman, just remember that whoever you're going to do it for, somebody else is already tired of fucking her. So, just relax and stay in your lane and keep with the person you're going to be with. Oh, the person you're going to cheat on her with. Somebody's already tired of fucking her. her. Oh, okay. So, regardless, like, the grass may seem greener, but it's only going to be greener for, like, the first two or three times. Then you're going to feel so much fucking... You're going to feel regret after you do it the first time anyways. But, like, after two or three more times, you're just going to be as tired of her as you were the last one. Yeah. So there's no point in repeating that cycle. Like, you might as well stick it out with the Yeah. Woman. It's easier to stay. Well, it's not easier. It's at least like mentally easier for your own self and your own body and like just the stress around you in general yeah. to stick with one person and keep that going. Yeah. Because like from the outside, when I look at like you say your guys is married, it doesn't look like there'd be a lot of issues, but I'm sure there always is. Yeah. I mean, there's going to be fighting regardless who you're with or yeah. who you're talking to. And nothing is perfect but like i've definitely had a lot more good times with my wife than i have bad yeah and i would not trade her for the fucking world like have you had amazing have you had like low times where you're like fuck oh yeah really many and a lot of it well for me what i require to get through shit like that is just like me to go away take a breath breathe and think about it and kind of see think about where she was coming from if I'm mad at her for something she did. Yeah. Or if she's mad at me for something I didn't. Me trying to figure out how to see it from her point of view. And I'm not going to lie. Like, I say it's probably around 50-50 fault-wise. Like, it's not she's always fucking wrong and I'm always right. It's... I, I just... I need moments to step away. Whereas my wife is a lot more hot-headed. And she wants to fucking get down to shit right now. Mm. And I have... My fa- my mother's temper <laughs> when it comes to stuff like that, and I just get fucking irritated. Yeah. I get so angry, and I can't think clearly. I would never do anything violent, but, like, we do shout here and there. Try to keep it away from the kids and stuff like that, but, like, you gotta find healthy ways to get through stuff. And not everyone is perfect at it, but it's, it's fucking hard. Especially mm-hmm. if you're with anybody that long. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm pulling up on 10 years... It's fucking that's nuts. crazy. I, I'm at eight right now, so I got two more years and ten, and it's just like it fucking went by so fast. Of marriage? Yeah. No, just of oh, to being, being together. together. Yeah. Because essentially, like, we met on Tinder three days later. We went on our first date, and then we were almost inseparable at, thereafter. Mm-hmm. Like, the yeah, long- I remember you showed me here on <laughs> Tinder. That's crazy. Yeah. The longest I have been away from her was after we got married, when I got hired by Waste Management, and I had to be out in Florida for three weeks mm-hmm. and like and before that the longest we were apart was like the beginning of us dating and it was like two days <laughs> yeah so it was t- completely different world and like that was hard to get used to right uh, my wife is definitely one of the more like clingy people like she would not know what to do if i wasn't around and i really don't know what i would do without her so i feel like it's ultimately like a super conducive relationship like it's good for both of us Mm -hmm. mentally and for for the kids too have you ever hit a point to where solo that you like had to leave for a while like completely leave 
like for a day or two yeah. or anything like that no oh okay uh that is the one thing that i honestly expected a lot more of in my life mm-hmm. <laughs> because i remember how i was growing up with relationships i was so quick to give up on everything yeah like literally my longest relationship before my wife was six or seven months mm. and then i jump into like an eight-year thing <laughs> uh i i expected to be a lot more like you know what i'm fucking done leave and all this i have, have you seen, definitely felt felt that though oh i felt the anger where i've wanted to mm. but it's not something i've ever that that's the one thing i will say i'm proud of like i've never been like you know what i'm like fucking leaving it, yeah. yeah because it would be so easy like to just be like no, i'm fucking done yeah and it's something regardless of how happy you are it's something you will consider like the first fucking fight you're like is this shit really worth it <laughs> yeah. like it's something you really it, it's a lot more work than it's probably worth at some points but the good times make it worth it mm. if that makes sense okay sounds super super cliche though yeah but i've also heard obviously like when you have kids it makes everything more complicated in that way 100 percent uh the times you can have sex diminish uh, <laughs> the uh time to communicate diminishes the pr- just privacy in general to like be able to just be like hey we're gonna go out on a date tonight you have to find a babysitter you have to get them in bed or you have to bring them with you it's not it, it sounds like I'm talking about my kids like they're a burden. They're really not. Like, I wouldn't trade them for anything either, but it definitely complicates things. And the more you have, the more it complicates things. Mm. So, definitely something to keep in mind. You don't want a whole school bus full of kids. Yeah, yeah. And I've, honestly, like, as I've gotten older and I look at things, like, differently now, like, I can see how, like, for example, like, my parents' relationship probably, like, strained, especially when you have four kids. Mm-hmm and other stuff going on oh yeah so i can definitely see how shit happens the way it does oh yeah and then it doesn't help when everybody's raised so differently i honestly didn't realize like how differently me and my wife uh grew up until you start kind of after like the first year and a half then you start like noticing their little quirks and stuff like that and you're like i can see exactly where you fucking picked that up from Mm. uh and stuff like that where you're like shit you would have never thought of and so that's another huge factor because not only are you marrying them you're marrying their family and well for the most part depending on the person but regardless you're marrying like their familial traits shit that will drive you crazy about one of them that that you'll then notice about that person yeah like it's just a constant it's a constant battle it's nuts it's nuts like i I just want to make sure i reiterate though i do not regret it it's just it's a lot it's nuts. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> You're like, cool. I'm so excited now. Manifested my own destiny. <laughs> I did. Oh, uh, I did. I'm trying to... Have you ever seen that movie with yeah. Steve Carell <laughs> and Ryan Gosling crazy, Stupid, oh, stupid Love? Yeah. yeah. I fucking love that movie. That's a good movie. I would essentially equate a lot of it to like that kind of battle even though i obviously there's a divorce there but like the lead up to it like you can see a lot of that shit i want a divorce (laughs) have Uh, you seen blue valentine no if you really want to see a fucked up movie about just marriage worse than marriage story 
Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, no. This movie makes Marriage Story look like a fucking Disney movie. God damn it. Because Marriage Story wasn't even that bad. No, but it, there there's parts where in I'm there. Like, oh. It's like, like, I can point out, too, obviously, the... Everything the I wake up! Oh. And then uh, the scene where he's in the room with his lawyer, the one before Ray Liotta, and he's then and the lawyer's telling him, like, you can work out visitation days, and then that's when Adam Driver starts crying and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Where you can see, like, the consequences of what they're doing. Yeah. Uh, th- that yeah. was the movie that gave me more hope for his acting, because that was where I was like, oh, he is really fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I honestly think he was probably one of the only things in Star Wars that gave me any hope to continue watching those movies. He's the only one with the character, too. I don't even feel like half of that was well-written. I think it was better performed than it was written. Yeah. So. But a Blue Valentine. Um, yeah. That's a fucking rough one. And I'm not even married. But uh, that Ugh. makes me... That makes you not want to get married. Eesh. But in your case, it'll probably make you want to work shit out more. <laughs> yeah. I'll give you that one. It's fucking rough. Oh. Reminds me a lot of my parents' divorce. Oof. <laughs> yeah. Especially towards the end. I, I will definitely check it out. I will get, let you borrow it. Oh, really? I have it. I thought I was gonna have to search for it on no. streaming. He plays oh. a banjo in the in the uh, movie at one point. Cotton Eye Joe. No. Damn. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's it it is it's 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 uh, it jumps between time like you 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 see him present day and then you go back to when they first met and then it jumps back and forth through different times okay to show you like the relationship how they've changed they change, and yeah it's fucked fuck yeah it's fucked i'm excited but i'm not it's <laughs> fucked it's one of those movies it, it, it's kind of like maybe the way i feel about the whale now where like i love it and i could definitely watch it a few more times even this movie makes a whale look like child's play. Really? Yeah. Fuck me. Because <laughs> that movie was rough. It was rough, but it wasn't as rough as I was expecting, if I'm completely honest. The only part that got me got me. Well, not the only part, but one of the parts that really got me the was the end, when he starts walking. I was Dude. like, ah! As soon as, I don't want to spoil that one, because that one's like really special. Yeah. But as soon as you find out the significance of the whale yeah it, my God. it was dude i fucking was so ready to just have like tears streaming down my face I'm surprised you didn't i didn't want my wife to make fun of me again <laughs> um, i almost did i almost did my mom got make pissed fun that of me I, or cried i almost cried <laughs> okay no my mom got pissed at me that i recommended it to her oh no and she's like damn you <laughs> i'm like Oh, so she wouldn't watch it. Yeah, I was like, damn it, I wanted her to wait because I wanted to see the reaction. Oh, dude, it's such a good movie. Yeah, if I know if I took my dad, he wouldn't give a fuck. So I'm like, right. <laughs> um, yeah, dude, marriage, marriage, yeah, <laughs> it's marriage, yeah. Even even the moments where he talks about his marriage uh, with his wife in the whale are yeah. fucking rough. Yeah, um, it it is wild to see what things can drive people apart and then you have other people that give up for nothing yeah because it's too hard i don't want to try yeah like especially with what we see with hollywood and shit like that where you're like how long was kim kardashian married to uh chris humphreys 70 something days <laughs> it was short <laughs> it was fucking quick yeah it was like a couple months <laughs> and for a minute it looked like her and kanye were gonna beat that record and i was surprised they stuck it out like six seven years yeah i was like holy shit i am a god <laughs> i mean to hold it down that long must be uh and then you got pete davidson <laughs> uh on that one i mean the dude got fucking uh 
bunny ears tattooed on his neck for his ex, and that lasted like another three months after that. You never get a tattoo based on your Why ex. Why would you do anything Not so a name, fucking stupid? Nothing. I got a matching tattoo with my wife, but that's different. I was I only did that after we already had our kids because it's like we have a connection that yeah, can that never point, be broken. Yeah. <laughs> that, that shit can never be broken. So yeah. that is what that is, but I'm still not getting your fucking name on me. Yeah. I don't give a shit. That's just bad luck. Yeah. Everybody I know ever. Well, like, barring one person fucking anomaly. He's, he's the guy who told me uh, about the whole, if you ever think oh, you're cheating yeah. on your wife, someone else is already tired of fucking that one. Um, <sighs> that's a good rule to live by. Right. Uh, but, Everybody I've met other than him who has gotten their spouse's name tattooed on them, divorce. Yep. Like, instant. My, it's just a bad look. Yeah, it's it's nuts. It's really bad. It's nuts. What the fuck was that? I'm going to end the wedding shit with the American Wedding by Frank Ocean. Uh-oh. I'll play a little bit of it. I wish it was on uh, fucking Apple Music, but it's not. Because uh, fucking the Eagles sued him for it. <laughs> of course. I'm like, you fucking so is, it, so is it on Spotify then? Uh, I just, it's YouTube. Uh, so he didn't ask for permission? Well, because it was a mixtape at the time before he got famous. And you didn't need shit for that. That's fair. This tattoo on my left hand is turning purple as Daydreams of the romance, daydreams of you. Let's see. It's an American wedding. They don't mean too much. We were so alive. It's a good, good song to listen to. I'll definitely have to check it. Do you have anything else for this podcast, good sir? The one thing that I had was something about that. What is this? Oh, I know why I pulled my phone out now. Oh, no way! What? Toro and Moi is coming. I don't know what the fuck that is. You know who Toro and Moi is? Doesn't even sound like English. Moi. <laughs> He's featured on a song that I had on the playlist. Oh, it's the playlist. What do you think of the playlist? Fantastic! What do you think of the playlist? Beautiful! What do you think of the playlist? Are, are, we, are we are we letting everyone know that the playlist is ready? Yeah, I already shared it. Oh, you did? Yeah. God, it's beautiful. Yeah. Um, I, I've listened to the hundred Gex and Fallout Boy song like a million times. It's a great song. <laughs> it's fucking dope. Um, I even put a fucking ha- house song on there. Flume. That's the one. Flume. Yeah. You don't remember? You don't recall? Uh, it's this names? one. It's this one here. Oh, okay. This song is fucking... Yeah. Yeah, but every song has something to do with the movie. Okay. In a way. And, uh, yeah, that, uh, the opening song, the Bone song, I thought it was, like, the perfect opening. Because it sets kind of, like, a... Oh, yeah. Down. <laughs> the, ha- uh... Happiness is only real when it's shared. Yeah. That's on his album called Teen Witch, and that whole album is told is wrapped from the perspective of Dylan Klebold and Eric. Oh Harris. fuck! <laughs> yeah. Like, Jeez. I could, I could, yeah, that was back when he was like seventeen, so he was a little more edgy back then. That's wild. Yeah, it's really in bad taste. When I listen to it now, I'm like, oh shit! But back then, I was like, this shit's hard. Right. 
Uh, uh, yeah, he even went to Columbine and shot like videos inside the school. Wow, they gave him permission, or did he just sneak in? I don't know, but yeah, there's. He took the the cover of the album is in front of. Um, wow, Columbine, and That's he even, even wearing a trench coat. Oh my god! Yeah, it's called Team Witch. This is the intro. It's fucked up. We heard like popping, Aww. and we didn't know what it was. And then I looked out the window, and there's this guy throwing like a pipe bomb at all the cars. <laughs> and it's just. That is fucking rough. You bitch. <laughs> I don't like it when you call me that. Oh, oh, oh. Damn it. Damn it. I need people to hear this. <laughs> This song's called Klebold. <laughs> like, you could just read that he mentions Bret Hart in this. I look like Bret Hart mixed with Dylan Klebold. Oh, fuck. Like, you could read the lyrics. What the fucking. Yeah. Everybody knows that I'm the best around and don't even know why. I look like Bret Hart mixed with Dylan Klebold. Let me wet the propane on my eyes. School shooter jacket with the blue. Holy shit. He's rapping better than Eminem back then. <laughs> um, it's kind of crazy how much some people actually do hold uh, them like to such high regard. Yeah. Like, uh, the fuck is her name? Has that like whole song where it's essentially about Columbine? What a chick? Yeah. Ooh. Like a singer? Yeah. Halsey probably. No, 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 no. <laughs> like, like a, like like a, a rapper. Like a rap, oh, like, rapper. Yeah. <sighs> Little Kim. No. Ice Spice. It starts with an S or a P. I can't fucking remember. She's a rapper. Yeah. She's like wearing like clown makeup kind of. Not like a juggalette, but like it's real fucking Ash dark. Nico? No. How do you even look that up? I have no idea. <laughs> I, I was shown by uh, my old tattoo guy. Oh, fucking what is her name? Which boy, which boy. Which boy, which boy creeping out the stick. Skin. Boy. Skin, never heard of her. Um, what's the song called? Uh, Columbine? <laughs> is it? Yeah, here. Oh, yeah. yeah, put this shit up, bro. Isn't a bad taste, probably. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Very. When is it going to start? Get to the actual. Like it's super. Like feels pro Columbine. It's weird. Let you look at the lyrics more than the.
Yeah, it's very it's fucking <laughs> wild. I was like, whoa. Like this, this one is very like. You can tell he was just. It's very uh, edgy. Is this the one? Yeah, this one's bad. Out of superstar, I can't pay pay bars for. It's fucking nuts. I know. It's just crazy how like we like you can you literally know for a hundred percent fact that regardless of the situation, there is someone out there who can relate and will idolize people who do these monstrous things. Yeah. All you need for evidence is even just watching Dahmer. Yeah. Like the letters he gets. Yep. The fucking fanatics are insane. Yeah, and there's been other school shooters that have said they were inspired by... Oh, yeah. There's even one, I forget his name, he wasn't like a huge one, but he was wearing a shirt that said, um, I love Dylan or some shit like that after he did it, so I'm like, I don't know. Trust me. She's crazy. Nothing surprises me anymore. I yeah. really wish it did. Like I know. I listened to uh, that podcast I listened to, Murder in America. Mm-hmm. Um, they went into some other details that I never heard before about Columbine. Really? Yeah. Like what? Just like transcripts. Not transcripts. Yeah, transcripts and like audio clips from like tapes that haven't been really released or anything mm-hmm. like that. And it's crazy. There's one tape, I guess, VHS tape that has never been released. It's the basement tapes, and it's Ooh. them actually like giving their final like words and shit oh before God. they did. So I mean, that one hasn't been released. Everything else has been released, I guess. But that's fucking yeah. nuts. Yeah, it's crazy. There's a movie called Elephant that's based around that too. Really? It's a Gus Van Sant movie. Really? Yeah, and it's it literally takes place in real time. Like you follow like a kid about the whole day before it happens and all this shit. It's, it, I heard it's very boring, but I haven't watched it yet. I will say this. It involves Drake, but one of the oh best God. episodes of television of all time is literally the scene where he gets shot by the school shooter. Like, I remember as a kid being like, oh my God, what the fuck is going on? Like, it was extremely well done for essentially like a teenage soap opera. Yeah, and if you think about it, he kind of went out like a bitch because before that kid shot him, he does this. He turns away. I'm like, you could have just like... <laughs> so, I don't know. Yeah, it's wheelchair jimmy 
<laughs> but yeah, shit like that's crazy. Shit like that's crazy. I'm not gonna lie, making a movie based around that. That hasn't been done in a long time since that movie, I don't think. I, there's been uh, like independent movies that have been done, but nothing big. Yeah. Well, the Fallout, I guess. I don't, but that's told from a different perspective. I don't think a big studio would touch something like that. I don't that. think so. Like, you... I don't think it could make enough money for people to be like, unless it was literally just Columbine. Yeah, because the Fallout, like I said, that's told from... Like Jenna taking that chick's perspective, so you don't really mm-hmm. see any of it, right? You've seen it, right? Uh, I do remember a trailer. Elephant, okay. you're saying? No, uh, Fallout. Oh f- no, I've never seen that. Okay, one. I haven't seen it either. Oh, uh, okay. So I haven't seen a trailer for Elephant. I've seen Fallout. I've seen the trailer for Fallout. Then. Oh, but you've seen Fallout? No. You played Fallout? Yes. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, I think that one's told from their perspective. So I don't think you see any th- any of the okay. shit. It'd still but, be fucking nerve wracking. Yeah, like I think I I think it'd be interesting to write one like told from perspective of somebody like that. See, you'd get a lot of shit for oh, it, obviously. But oh, a hundred percent. And dude, it's crazy because like, regardless where you are now, like I remember one. I was in high school in Fort Morgan. A kid got expelled for having a a hit list. Mm. And then I remember hearing something similar, not exact, but like something similar at Prairie View too. Yeah. Where it's just like it's so prevalent. Where like it's people's like almost first option anymore. It seems like it's fucking insane. I know. I remember when I was going to Prairie View, like somebody got caught beforehand, like because he posted something on Facebook. Mm-hmm. So that leads me to believe he didn't really want to do it. He just wanted attention, and he got yeah. he fucked himself. Um, and then there was a bomb threat. Remember that day? It was sophomore year. We all had to wait in the football field like all fucking day. Like bomb squad came. Kids started ordering pizza and shit. <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. <laughs> it was like. Pull up to the football field. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I remember that. And yeah, those are only real two things I remember. Yeah. That's fucking nuts. Yeah. That's crazy. Like, I I get more and more scared, like, especially with my kids in school. Because, like, growing up, like, it was an issue we had to deal with. But now it's, like, it's so fucking prevalent. You can have anybody walk into a school and just... Yeah. It's, it's been insane, done. Bro. Literally, last year in texas yeah that one yeah that one was fucking rough yeah that was cops that was one of the oh my god that still pisses me off yeah but i i will that was the most recent time where i remember just going home and like hugging both of my kids Mm -hmm. like shit like that is hard yeah it's fucking crazy dude yeah i almost feel like there should be like a separate like arm of like the cops or something that are strictly assigned to like I don't know if it is, if there is, but strictly assigned to like be around like they're like everyone's assigned to like school. It would be nice, but people want to pull cops out of schools right now. Why? I don't want to get into it too much. Okay. But especially since this Tyree Nichols uh, thing yeah. happened, there has been a lot of people calling for just in in general defunding the police, and like literally one of the things they've said is like take them out of schools. Uh, no more. Uh, well, to be fair, as evidence is the Texas shooting, what are they going to do in a school anyway? If they're cops like that, fucking yeah. nothing. You have to have like a chief who actually has balls and like follows through on the training and knows that he what makes you signed up for. <laughs> exactly. Being a coward like that and literally just like standing outside while kids are getting killed is. I could say a lot worse things. Yeah, but um, and, and don't get me wrong. I get some of the arguments that they're trying to make about like why they want to defund the police but they want like no knock warrants to go away which i can definitely understand especially after the uh brianna taylor thing yeah um but like you can't take cops out of schools because what's the first thing that people do when shit goes on they call the fucking cops yes who are you gonna call 
Not John Elway. Not Ghostbusters. To fuck no. Yeah, and fuck John Elway too. You're not gonna call your neighbor to come help you. What they're fucking? What are they gonna do? Yeah, like it's it's illogical. You yeah. can't. It's the first reason that we can't have like an actual anarchist society like a lot of people want because it would crumble in minutes. Yeah, we live in a society. Yeah, you you, you take away those cops and you see the you see what people do. When they go into mob mode and they start breaking windows and destroying shit just because they can yeah. or because they feel like it's a, a a symbol of revenge at a certain point. Who's to stop that when everything gets taken out of hand and then people just start taking stuff into their own hands and killing each other? Yeah, like the purge. Yeah. It'd Except be, more than one night. Yeah, it'd be constant. It'd be fucking insane. Speaking of the purge, that would not work. No. It would not work. Not at all. No. Technically, it has. <laughs> Uh, uh, not specifically one night, but why can't I think of the country? Starts with, for two movies. Starts with a P. Peru? No. Where Pacquiao's from? Paraguay? No. Philippines? Yes. Oh. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Roger Duterte, the president, uh, legalized vigilantism. That's there? hard. Yeah. <laughs> he would literally allow people to kill each other if they were okay. selling drugs. Maybe not, though. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, you got to set parameters. I'm not talking that about shit. Batman. I'm talking like <laughs> yeah. literally killing each other. If you see someone selling drugs, you have every right to go and kill them because you saw them selling drugs. That's insane. That's extreme. But it happened. And the drug rate went way down. <laughs> so it worked. <laughs> it did. <laughs> At what cost? Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, vigilante, vigil, vigil, vigilantism, 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 vigilantes. I think would be cool if you legalized that shit, but you had to set parameters, obviously. Like no killing yeah. people. Like you're free to like, if you see something happen, intervene. You have a limit of three like, broken bone, broken bones per person. Yeah. Anything past that is excessive. Yeah. Scat man. <laughs> Scat man. <laughs> No, I, I don't even think that, like, breaking bones is uh, morally okay. <laughs> but, no. like, I think it depends on the circumstances. But, yeah, definitely no killing. Unless it's your only option. Yeah, I'm definitely not down to be a vigilante. <laughs> you had a different tune a year ago. No, I'm, I'm, no so they can't trace me. I'm definitely oh. not down oh. to oh. be a vigilante. Okay. Okay. I'm de- I have nothing to lose. No one can hurt me anymore. Joker. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fair. Um, you think killing these three young men is funny? Oh, I fucking forgot the next line, but I do, and I'm tired of pretending it's not. <laughs> the fucking memes that came out of that movie. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I might watch the movie tonight. I don't know. That you get what you fucking you deserve. You get what you fucking deserve. <laughs> Did you see the picture of Joker? Yeah, I yes, sent you sent it. Yeah, it's fucking. I can, it looks like her nose is bleeding or something. And he has blood on his forehead. Oh. Did so. you notice also his eyebrows look green this time? I'm okay with that. Yeah. I want it, but I still don't. I don't. I, I had to disagree. I, I, I want that shit so hard. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. Um, yeah. I just don't know. I know. <laughs> I feel like it's so unnecessary. It is, but I need it. I don't. Yeah, be like the day before it comes out, you be like, yes, I probably will because it <laughs> always builds up like that. Like, I fucking still 
I'm so frustrated with that Flash movie, but I know I'm going to go watch that it. That trailer made all this like, okay, I'm bought in after I know. that trailer. <laughs> it made me so fucking angry with how good it looks. <laughs> like, I was like, I can't just, like, this is the one time where I'm like, people should boycott this movie. <laughs> like, they should. <laughs> yeah. By every logical reason, like, they should. He's done more fucked up shit than everybody, well, not everybody, than a lot of people Who have like been have gotten canceled and accused for shit. Like, yeah. Confirmed, legitimate. Like there will be protests. This. I guarantee when it comes out, there has to be. Yeah, but I'm still seeing it. Sorry, uh, I don't know. Like I, I don't want anything to do with them after. But I'll watch this one. <laughs> like I, I'm not going to boycott it. I'm just saying, if there was ever a time for anybody to do it, this makes the most sense. Yeah, like he's physically harming people. Yep, and threatening to kill people. <laughs> but it shows you how crazy we've gone as a society. We care more about people's feelings than actual people. Yeah. It makes no fucking sense. Yeah. <sighs> we should probably end it here before I go off. <laughs> the Flash! <laughs> Just wait till the first trailer for Joker comes out, and then you'll be like... Uh-uh. Y- yeah. I'm guessing we're going to get that sometime this year. A trailer, or a tease, oh, at least. Oh, I was like, the movie? Well, because it comes out October next year. I'm not going to lie. Every time these lights change, I feel like someone's taking a picture of me, and it's not okay. It's tripping me out, bro. Wow, you're not even high. No, I'm not. If you were, you'd probably really be, I'd like, be like, dude. No! Like, so like Scoob. Quit touching me. That was not Scoob. What was what the that? Fuck? Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> Thank you. Do it. Try it. Uh, it literally uh, comes from the. <laughs> I don't know what I was trying to go for because I've I done it like before. a clown and I hate it. I hate clowns. <laughs> I can't do clowns. I, I feel like I got shaggy down enough, but... <laughs> Zoinks. Zoinks! Zoinks! Scoob! Rain! <laughs> and then just, like, normal machismo white guy for Fred. Yeah. Come on, gang. Bang. I mean, that's close enough. I mean, literally, Zach Come Efron. Come on, gang. So, oh, he'd be the perfect he, Fred if he didn't fuck his face up. He, he did play Fred. In Scoop. I'm talking about a real life. <laughs> Fuck Scoop, bro. I'm just saying he did. Yeah. And he sounded exactly like what I would expect Fred to sound like. Why'd he fuck his face up like that? Oh my god, I thought you said something else. No. Why'd he fuck his face up <laughs> like that? I thought you said that? I'd fuck his face. And, um... Oh, I probably would back in the day. <laughs> Holy shit. It's lit. And then you meet him one day and you're like, I said some really wild shit on a podcast <laughs> about you once. You don't want to know. Um... Well, oh. I mean, I, it does suck that it definitely looks like he did something like plastic surgery wise to his face. With that being said, the Iron Claw still looks fucking amazing. Yeah, Jeremy Allen White, Zach Efron, MJF is in it as well. A twenty four. So you know it's gonna be fucked, dude. It's gonna be nuts. Yeah. Well, I already know what it's about, so I, don't. I know it's fucked. I purposely have not looked it up, dude. Should I? I don't think it would harm it. But I also don't know if I would recommend it. I, I want to because it's easy to find. You can go on Hulu, watch Dark Side of the Ring, and they have a whole episode on it. Is it... Like, is it fucked fucked up? Like a Chris Benoit? Or is not it that not far. violent? It, it's violent, but not like that. Okay. I feel like I'm going to be disappointed. It's not salacious. <clears throat> you want me to tell you? I don't fucking... God! Ah! Tell me. Just. Oh, tell you? 
essentially there is this. Don't tell me the whole thing. Tell me enough to where I want to go watch the dark side of the. Okay, so I'll I'll give you a basic rundown, and I won't tell you how everything ends. Down my leg. The Von Erichs are one of the most respected and highest achieving wrestling families of all time. There's like four or five brothers and their dad. Uh. One or multiple of them get hooked on a couple of drugs and or just start acting stupid with the fame they get. And it's a really slippery uh, slope downhill road for all of them. Okay. Um, okay. That is all I'll give you because if I literally say anything else, it gives away too much. I'm going to watch the it's Dark Side of the Ring. Dark Side of the Ring. And what's it on? Hulu. It's on Hulu? Mm-hmm. So I have Hulu, Hulu. I think. Hulu. They have all three seasons on there. You can even watch the two uh, Chris Benoit episodes on season two, the first two episodes. Back when we talked about that, I listened to so many podcasts oh about God. that. Me too. I think I got the gist. <laughs> I still do every now and then, though, just because I'm like, if I can ever find out anything like... A little extra? Yeah, just a little extra. I'm like, I don't know why I'm fascinated. Could you imagine being a fly on the wall during a situation like that? And just like just to feel like the vibes? I think that's another reason I need to quit smoking weed. Because you want to feel the vibes? No, because I start thinking about those situations, and my blood just runs fucking cold because like my brain will not stop. I'm just like, I can't imagine the adrenaline that would run through somebody in a moment like that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, being in that room, like, I'm sure it felt evil. Oh. I, I don't think there's another way to uh, explain it. Like, I've just thought about, like, like a light will flicker in the window. And I'll be like, oh, shit. Like, what if someone were to just break into this house right now and kill everybody? Because it's extremely, <laughs> it's, it's, it's extremely, like, rare and unlikely. But it happens. Yeah. And you just have to think, like, I, I, I constantly think about stuff like that where you're like, in these pe- certain people's like last moments, like what's going through their head other than the bullet? Yeah, because you all, yeah, all these stories of people getting murdered, you obviously can't know what was going on in the room when it happened. Yeah. You only see after, so it's always an interesting thought to be like, what did it feel like in that room at oh, the time? Hundred, like you can see it in a movie, but it's still not the same. It's like you'll never be able to capture that. I don't know. Dahmer did pretty fucking good. But I'm still sure probably wasn't anywhere near oh, no. the and vibes. That's another one of those moments, though. It got me where I was just like, could not quit thinking, especially the drill. Yeah. Everything after that would be more of a nightmare than it already was. And that was fucking insane. <laughs> yeah. Like, you just hear it. Uh, she's listening in the room. Like, what the the one kid literally fucking got away. Yeah. After he got his fucking skull drilled into. Those cops were he almost got away. Like, could you imagine getting away from one of the biggest monsters in the world just to be handed back to him by a police officer? Yeah. Just what the fuck? Yeah, dude, that's fucking insane. And just imagine being that woman, being oh. able to hear what's going on. Fuck. That's gnarly. Yeah, dude, shit like that constantly runs through my head. And it's... It's extremely troubling. It's yeah. Fucking terrifying. I wasn't able to find that episode of Sword and Scale you were talking about with the baby. Two. Because the, I listened to the newest one, but it was about um, the dude who killed his mom. Yeah, the 17-year-old kid, him and his sister were twins, and he ended up killing his mom. Yes, uh, yeah. so that was episode 233. I'm talking about plus 133. Oh, okay, cool. Then I might have listened to it. It, so and then 234 came out this week 
Sheffield on Sunday. Plus 133? Yes. Oh, then I... Wait. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I was going to like... All right. <laughs> okay, 133, yeah. That's the newest one. That's the baby one? Uh, Yeah. Okay. It's extremely fucked. Okay. Extremely. Okay. They don't go into like too many gruesome details, but just the idea. I will say episode two thirty four is extremely boring. Then I don't want anything to do with it. But based on what we talked about today, it would uh be it would go down fairly well. Just about like kind of uh be careful who you marry type of thing. The woman crazy in this one? They're both fucking crazy. Oh, okay, cool. Like so, Emma Peters and Emma Roberts. Essentially. But hate fucking i won't spoil it but like no i hate fucking (laughs) uh it's just like the fact that you can't even trust the person you do a crime with type of shit yeah you gotta be careful who you you gotta be careful who you do a crime with (laughs) do do a crime do a crime do 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 a do a criminal activity doing crimes uh but yeah you know that's how it goes yes yes um you have anything else for this podcast (laughs) (laughs) all right well just like you know Subscribe and that shit. Have fun. Like all that and slam those subscribe buttons. <laughs> You're going to say so, slam something else. <laughs> slap it a bass. Slam that. <laughs> slam that clam juice. Um, <laughs> what is that? <laughs> I can't even think about macaroni and cheese right now. <laughs> well, I didn't say anything about macaroni and cheese. <laughs> Have you ever seen that video with the Muslim kid who he's talking to his mom? She's wearing a hijab. And he's all, she's making macaroni and cheese for dinner. He just goes up and he's all, that's what good pussies. <laughs> and I'm like, in a house like that, you know he got his ass kicked. Yeah, he's not wrong. <laughs> he's not, but it's fucking wild. Yeah, it's wild. Uh, yeah, so uh, 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 my name is Anthony Stevens. Damien Label, manifest your destiny. Thank you for watching the Through the Real podcast and have a nice night. <gasps>